Welcome to Hate Week. Yeah, welcome to Hate Week. It's Thursday, so it's about over. Yep, it's uh, it's been a fast one. I feel like with it being on Labor Day, I feel like it's shortened it a little bit, and yeah. I feel like people are coming off of the high of the long weekend, and everyone's happy because you're not at work or at home chilling. Yeah, some most of America, hope at least. Uh, but I think at least for the last game, we beat up Semo pretty bad. I think that's exactly what we wanted to see last year. Right. But it was just this year. It felt like a weird feel in the stadium. It was like new faces. Like we just didn't know what to expect. It was kind of like a, kind of like a new TV series. Honestly, kind of lost right. it. Like new, a lot of new characters. But the same show we loved, which is Iowa State Athletics. But per uh, Deckers came out and and he is for real. He yeah. Came, well, least. and let's stop before we get in the game. Let's stop. The atmosphere was pretty darn cool. I yeah. mean, there was. So many people in the parking lot. They moved all the RVs to the new, you know, high dollar or whatever you want to call it, uh, um, RV parking lot. So there was a lot more just regular cars in the parking lot. And we were we were tailgating by <clears throat> Hilton Coliseum with all of the people that barely can afford a parking pass. And had to give a shout out to Tractor Lift Brewery in Humboldt. They were um, the Owner is Larry Balky. Um, brews great beer. Came over at nine o'clock. Um, just to touch base with touch base with us, and we've uh, known Larry for a long time, and um, came over and talked to him for a while. So and yeah, yeah, it was it was amazing. I mean, I, it was so much fun. It was a beautiful day, um, and one o'clock kicks. I'm not sure you can get better than that. I mean, we yeah. left we left here at seven thirty. It's perfect. Picked you up, pulled in the parking lot. You know. Perfect yeah, weather. Yeah. Weather was perfect. Yeah, uh, we came out. Uh, was kind of, we can't came out slow like we usually do at, at Iowa State fashion, but uh, we usually when we came on Decker's threw just like barely even set his feet, sling to Xavier, right. and after his second touchdown, Xavier's first one, he ran for fifty yards or whatever. But that Xavier Hutchinson is going to be a factor this year because he's he looks get, different. He looks he, different, he's and he's big. gonna he's gonna get the ball a lot faster and sooner. I've I've noticed that with Sean Shaw. Obviously, nothing no no spite to Purdy because like he's playing in the NFL. He's on the 49ers, right? For crying out loud, um, but just seeing the this is a different zip. Obviously, it's a versus uh, not the competition we're gonna play against the all year, but it was impressive from not seeing him at all really to seeing playing starter. It was the first uh first time it was that first time an Iowa State quarterback who was starting for the first time for the first, uh, like without uh starting before like with the injury and all like our quarterback getting injured like that that was the norm for the it taking time. over taking over yeah, a new since Steel, yeah. since Steel Jance. Right. So it's been that long since yeah. uh, a player like Decker just came in and he showed exactly what we've been hearing all Summer and basically the entire time he's been in the the dugout uh, behind Purdy. So. He's not eighteen. I mean, he's you know a junior in college. I mean, and last time he was a starter, he won a state championship. So I mean, he is a great athlete. Obviously, um, got a huge arm. He's left-handed. Um, not afraid to take a shot downfield or get a shot um, from a lineman. But you know. I keep thinking every time every time somebody would say Semo, I keep thinking of Sesame Street for some reason. I yeah. don't I don't like that whole nickname of Semo. Yeah, it was um, pretty weird. I, yeah. I, I never really even heard of the college before or even this game. 
I they're pretty good. I mean, they were athletes. They got some I mean, receivers. Yeah, I mean, they had they had some athletes. Their quarterback wasn't bad. I mean, and it was I think, you know, we finally got a team that didn't have a lot of strong Iowa ties. Because when you put you and I in the mix, you know, all bets are off because you got a bunch of kids that feel like they've been slighted by Iowa State or Iowa or whoever. So, you know, that we've talked about it a million times. But um but yeah, it was just kind of fun to see us kind of, you know, it was obviously the plan was came, we came out and just let Hunter sling it. I mean, we threw the ball all the time. And then the second half we came out and said, you know, we need to, you know, test our run game. And we came out and ran it the whole time. So um, I thought it was a perfect way to start the season. Nobody was nervous. Everybody, you know, got to see our new punter, got to see our new kicker, got to see a new offensive lineman, got to see Jirel, got to see um, – Silas, you got to see all of the running backs. Um, Cortavius, you know, dinged up his hamstring at the end. I, when I saw it happen, I said, he's done for a while. Just uh, because it, Deshaun Akinta, Akinta, or the tight end. Hanukkah, I think. Hanukkah, so. Hanukkah. Yeah. He's got tight first, end. Got yeah. his first touchdown. He yeah. looked, he looks really good. Yeah. I think East and Dean look good. Yeah. Our offensive line played pretty darn good for, uh, I mean, we're not. We have no idea when Jake Remsburg is going to come back because obviously Campbell's injury history of telling the media is obviously very, very shady. Not a shady history, but just like not just, shady. The, just, just the game he plays. Right. Shady is obviously a well, a, he, a bad term, but I'm saying like just the way he runs it, it was different than Paul Rhodes and what what we were used to. Yeah, it's close to his vest. I yeah. mean, that's the way everybody which, talks about it. And it's not shady, but which is, the Remsburg looked like RoboCop on the sideline. If, it, I mean, if, had, if there's no rule for it, why right. be generous? It's not like, the NFL. Yeah, like yeah. until you make it the rule, obviously. Ferens yeah. does the same thing. Yeah, everybody not, does it. Yeah, I, I mean, didn't. Yeah, I didn't mean to mean to say. But, no, but but so, Remsburg had a massive brace on the sideline. You know, he was trying to stay away from people. So, um, you know, I didn't realize that. You know, we when we suit everybody, we have like 120 kids on the sidelines. Oh yeah. I mean, so it's... Yeah, like at CMOs, that's like, even, uh, yeah, the people we're with just pointed out, like, oh, there's like six, like 16 kids right. on one side, and there's, it looked like a 1A school versus like 4A school. It honestly looked like that. Well, we had, I had a guy stand, sitting right in front of me. Um, shout out to this dude from Sioux Center. I don't know who you are. I can't remember your name. But he had a Hunter Decker's jersey on. This could be a lot of the people. And he had a Hunter Decker's jersey on. I thought for sure it was his dad. Looked... Looked similar. I've never met the Hunter's dad before. And so then finally, um, you know, right towards halftime, I said, are you Hunter's dad? And he goes, no, he's from our area. And they got the same China jerseys that, that you bought last year because, you know, remember last year you are handing out jerseys yeah, to yeah, kids. Yeah, yeah. And, and he was telling me about that whole experience. It takes forever to get them. And the Jack Trice logo came upside down and all this yeah, kind of it, stuff. It's and, definitely uh, you're you're running the risk if you're doing that. You're, yeah. you're, you're, paying, you're paying a price in a different way if you uh, – go that route obviously yeah. but it, t- it takes a while to get here obviously uh nil has probably changed like yeah, that's the, it's probably way more i didn't that was before nil was even a thing when i bought mine well that new nil shop that came out is gonna do jerseys yeah so they have black jerseys yeah. on their deal so really? that's cool yeah so kate Matson is our guy that we interviewed a couple weeks ago is going to be on that shop so, so we're going to be able to order a kate madsen right. jersey if we want to all right now god knows when it's going to come i mean if they're getting it from china it's going to be a while so i mean i'll i'll get one after he gets a tackle or something like right well that's going to be probably a couple of years maybe, yeah but um yeah but speaking of caden and the safeties like safety jeremiah cooper played just as real advertised. deal he's a real deal uh, yep. played out of his like 
just the speed is just like out of even what Ryan Harkel was just talking about. The sp- team speed is just so blatantly obvious. Like the, yeah. even the Colorado transfer came out and number fourteen just came out and looked fast. Sta- Staley is that his yeah, last name? Yeah, and uh, so yeah, it's just this is different. And just <clears throat> looking in the game ahead this weekend, it's just uh, I just hope we utilize our speed and which we haven't done against Iowa. At, in a long right. time, so hopefully we just with Decker's style of play. Hopefully that changes the the script of the what, the same script we've seen every time we played Iowa for the last seven or nine years. They've beaten us a row, whatever yeah. it is for crying out loud. But well, I mean, if we if we receive on Saturday and they kick it out of the end zone, that might be the best field position we get on a change of possession. Because our, if their punter's involved, yeah, their punters we're are, inside the 10. Unless Jalen catches it with you know 20 people around him and tries to get upfield, but their punter is legit. He is so accurate. Um, so we you know we know it's going to happen. We're going to get the ball inside the 10, inside the 5, or whatever. We can't do what South Dakota State did and run a zone read with everybody in the backfield has their feet in the end zone. Yeah. And they've got a you know, and Iowa's got Jack Campbell and all of those guys that are good in the linebacking crew, and that was dumb. I mean, that was a first down, too. Why not just run a sneak or something to give yourself a little room? Because he was standing, you know, two yards into the end zone, trying to run a zone read against Iowa in their end zone. I mean, it was loud. I mean, it was so dumb. Against Tulsa, it was a steel – we did – Corey Messingham was our offensive coordinator. Obviously, we had – a, very, a revolving door of confidence coordinators for a little yeah. while. And it was the first game against Tulsa, and Steel Giants did a zone read. We're in the end zone, like, just like South Coast State was, and we did a zone read with Jeff Woody in the <laughs> in the end zone. I'm like, no. No offense to Jeff Woody. No, no offense to Jeff Woody, but uh, I'm not sure if that's the best he might agree. He might he might agree with that one. But I'm just saying, like, I was like, oh, man. Even as, like, a high school, I'm like, this would be a long year. Yeah. Because <laughs> just the uh, – but we went up and – Ended up playing Tulsa again in this bowl game that year, and that's right. You know, the, I, I remember that game because I was sitting behind one of the players from Tulsa whose dad was a U.S. senator that used to be the quarterback at Oklahoma. I cannot remember his name right. He used to wear a bandana, um, but he was sitting like three rows ahead of me. Um, that was kind of the new guy that was going to be the famous, uh, famous. Uh, um, politician back in the day and then he ended up deciding to get out of politics which i don't blame him a bit but um yeah that was that seems like a million years ago to me yeah it was a long time ago it's gonna be a lot it's gonna be loud saturday you know the thing that the thing that uh um i like is that first of all hunter is a iowa kid so he's been around this whole thing a while um he played at oklahoma last year so the noise should not be a problem it's whether he can keep his cool because he is hyper competitive and make sure that he you know kind of keeps everything on a you know on a on a brock pretty level you know what i'm saying i mean just kind of keep himself level-headed whether things go south or whether things go north i mean so i mean but i think i could see it going one of two ways hunter comes out and just absolutely torches him xavier torches him or we're in a gunfight and it's like a seventeen to ten game where it's a snoozer 
and it's not one you want to watch. But yeah, but that what makes me think about the hunter coming into the stadium full of people. But he's the guy. But the difference between that and what Purdy had to do his first time going against like a big road uh, atmosphere was Texas when we were like, yeah. But we're still in the race to go to Dallas. Uh, Dave Montgomery just got suspended for punching a oh, against, against Baylor. Baylor dude. So yeah. you're an 18 year old kid. There's a hundred thousand people there. I just remember seeing him <laughs> like, man, I just wish I would. I didn't wish I was him because like this is a lot of pressure for because <laughs> like your star running backs out for your first half and then you know you're coming out and then yeah, obviously we didn't win that game, but it just makes me think of how different that is versus what Hunter. Yeah. How, how many how much experience he had holding a clipboard watching Brock Purdy and just what Brock Purdy was and past now it's just totally different of what our program is now versus right. when it is back then, which I think is what might be shocking to us against Iowa because I think we I think we can compete just toe to toe with them and I think it'll be one of the I think it'll be a similar game like the twenty seventeen Jacob Park year where it was overtime and Akram Wildly obviously went down and scored yeah, and we lost. Bad. But I think it would be similar to that, but I think it might – I'm not going to predict it, uh, us win because uh, obviously uh, we've been doing that for the last seven years or nine years. But um, <laughs> it's just – it's obviously feeling like, oh, you think you're going to win because we played bad last week, but we're going to do the same exact strip, uh, script and beat you the same way. I just don't want that. Yeah, we- we just, can't out Iowa, Iowa. No. There's no way that can happen. But I've seen this movie before. I mean, we, the shaggy game, Iowa came in, was all hyped. We had no chance. We'd lost our opening game, I believe, that year. And then we kicked 25 field goals to beat them, and our defense plays out of their mind. So we're, obviously, all the money is going in on Iowa State right now, on DraftKings and every place. And um, that's the second plug that I'm giving to a company that is not giving us any money. Um, but um, but I think, you know, it's, again, I think it's going to go one of two ways. I mean, it's going to be a battle where we could figure out a way to try to lose it, like, like Iowa scores twice on defense or something crazy like that. Or I could see it going the other way too. I could see Hunter just catching fire and getting some momentum and Petrus, um, you know, plays at the 1.5 quarterback rating that he played last week, and Iowa starts booing him in the first half, and they put in a guy that can't even beat out Petrus at the quarterback position, and things go yeah. things go, go go south again. And, you know, I guess I heard that Campbell is questionable for the game. Um, Matt Campbell? Jack Campbell. Oh, not Mike. Matt. Matt's not playing. But uh, was, we, could put, he, we could put Matt in a wheelchair. He's still going to be there. But, my, my heart dropped for a second. But Jack, Jack supposedly, possibly, is, I thought I heard that today. I is, don't know. I don't know. But anyway, so I could see it going one of two ways. I'm not going to tell you how I bet it on DraftKings today. I put the biggest bet down that I've ever paid, did in my life today. But um, I might be getting some... Abby, if you're listening, second semester not might not be covered. Yeah, well, or no. I mean, <laughs> if I no, I put the biggest money bet down, but it's also the biggest payout that I've ever put down. So yeah, it's, um, that's how you look at it. Yeah. So <laughs> so um, so anyway, I mean, I, I I think it could go one of two ways, but it's an Iowa Iowa State game. All bets are off. Ferens is not going to lose his head. Matt's not going to lose his head. We can't turn the ball over. They can't turn the ball over. You know, we can't say that we're just going to run it down your throat. That's not going to work. We have to be Iowa State. They're going to be Iowa. They're going to try to score 10 points and win. We need to score 35. 
and then it's it's over. We first one to twenty one. Everybody said Brent Bloom said it too. First one to 20, 21 wins. I think that's the truth. And I don't think Iowa can get to twenty one unless Hunter throws two picks. Yeah, just it's this game is so hard to predict. It's always um, it's either exactly how we think it's gonna go, or it's just like something weird happens, like a rain delay or some could weird, happen. Yeah, which what is the hope, latest in the forecast? Hopefully that doesn't happen because uh, that was uh, that obviously didn't work out for us because we had the momentum that game going into that. That's right. I forgot about um, that. Because uh, we just had touchdown with, uh, or I can't remember who was a Trick Milton. It was uh, some pass. Trick Milton, uh, it was just Deshante Jones, the Trick Milton, or vice versa. But, yeah, that's what the play I'm thinking of. Um, but I don't know. I just uh, I know I'll be in Iowa City at Michael's house, and I just know either it'll be a sad drive back home or it'll be a – we won by one point. It's a happy drive home. Yeah, I know. I mean, that's just, just the way it is. We just need to get this monkey off our back and finally just get it over with. Like, just beat Iowa. Like, we just like imagine, just think about how long ago we beat Baker Mayfield and Oklahoma. Right. How long ago that was? Long time ago. That was a long time ago. I and mean, we just, how good that felt and like how like much it felt for the program. But like, I feel like even if we do beat Iowa, it won't, it'll feel like good for a little bit, but it won't be like as what it used to be like, oh, we have a way better chance to make a bowler game. That's what it means. Right. It's more like, oh, it's just like a boost to go in, have momentum versus Ohio, and then eventually, hopefully, just pick up steam and play against Baylor, who looks – I didn't get to look at any highlights or Baylor at all, but they won the Big 12 with the third-string quarterback last year, so they probably are pretty good. Yeah, that's a year. rough way to start the Big 12. I mean, yeah. looking ahead a couple games, but – you know, I just looked at the forecast. According to the future cast, it's supposed to start having showers at five o'clock. So that is second half. So I think we'll be good. Yeah, I know. But it's <laughs> gonna work you know, a couple days out too. So, so. Yeah, that thing. But it's supposed to rain. I mean, starting starting at uh five o'clock, showers, and then by seven o'clock it's supposed to be straight up rain. Only a sixty five percent chance. So it could not be raining that hard, or it could be cats and dogs. So yeah. I'm, so let's let's do this. We need we need to have a couple touchdown lead heading into the fourth quarter, and then let the let the I uh, remember mother it. nature thing take its course. I remember, I'm old enough to remember where we went like five to seven years without even scoring a touchdown against Iowa. Oh. <laughs> I'm old enough to remember when you were two, when we were sitting in Albuquerque and we beat Iowa to break the streak with McCarney. Yeah. And a buddy of mine that's a that was a doctor down there was an Iowa fan couldn't I mean you thought that all of a sudden we just landed on the moon all of a sudden <laughs> Iowa State beat Iowa in football it was just absolutely insane and <laughs> I couldn't believe it either I mean it was so much fun to watch and and yeah so this it's been so streaky if you look over the last twenty years I mean we had a big streak Iowa's on a big streak now and um, but man I tell you what if you're an Iowa fan. And you watch that offense. Yeah, after like the Big Ten championship and like the oh we we, we need to get rid of Brian Ferentz. Like it's either and then the always the rumors like if they ask Brian to get fired, then Kirk will be like I'm done too. Right. And it was like which he could tomorrow if you want. I know, to. but I'm just like obviously just like okay, well we're just gonna go out just doing the same thing. But they, obviously they it's success. They went to the Big Ten championship last year and they pump the, people. The in Big NFL. Ten. Okay, so let's just be real for a second. The Big Ten West, really. But Wisconsin's I in mean, there too. Wisconsin's always good, but they would have been yeah. a down year last year. But I don't know. It's just so you got to figure. So Iowa might have to figure out a way to fire the the sun 
of one of the the best head coaches in Iowa history. Yeah, it's kind of like Nebraska's got to figure out a way to hire or fire Scott Frost, who is a legend, like the Brock Purdy of Nebraska, kind of. Well, bigger than that. I mean, they're in the national championship. They were a lot better than us back in the day. But but man, Nebraska's a hot mess. Iowa's offense today. You know, I could see Peters coming out and just turning into. Brett Favre, too. I don't that, think it's going to happen, yeah. but, you know, well, like I said, I've seen this movie before. So. I'll have, like, seven for seven, seven touchdowns. Yeah. Well, I, I would take that bet. I don't think that's happening. But, yeah, I just – I'm as the weeks go on, I'm getting – I have zero confidence this week. Like, for me, you're an State fan. I had zero. I'm like, I'm not even allowing any drop of confidence at all. And Michael has been getting confidence a little bit. Got work. I feel like at work he's just been thinking about, yeah, I think – because like I feel like he's around to Iowa fans, and I feel like Iowa fans didn't exactly th- have a good thrilling uh, last week le- weekend, and they just like are so sick of the offense, like we yeah. were talking about. Like it's just I couldn't imagine like obviously winning that way for twenty years. It's great. Like you obviously can't complain that much because like obviously if Kirk leaves and they just go tanked of what they were before, even Hayden Fry was there, which wasn't very good. Um, which I'm saying is like you risk that, or you just like okay, we'll just take eight wins and then ten wins at our peak, but we'll just not. We'll just have a snoring. We'll just let season tickets go down because our offense is terrible, but we still win. So like, yeah, I mean, well, you think about you know the guys that they lost. I mean, the guys that went to Purdue that just went off against whoever Purdue played. I mean, that's almost like an indictment on. Brian Ferentz. I mean, they could still have Charlie Jones as a wideout if they threw him the stinking ball, but they just don't ever throw it. I mean, they're still playing this, you know, 10 yards in a cloud of dust thing, and it's worked. I mean, they've obviously won more games than we have. They're still beating us, but, you know, if you're a really good wide receiver, why go there? If you're a quarterback that can really sling it, why go there? I think that's exactly why they're in the position they're in right now. Yeah, just because they have evidence of they have that evidence of seeing Kittle and uh, T.J. Hawkinson, who obviously are in the NFL, but like they really weren't utilized the way they should have been. Yeah. The way the way football is played nowadays, I feel like. Imagine if T.J. Hawkinson or Noah Fant were on one of the Oklahoma teams or. Ugh. Like on a Georgia team, or you know what I'm saying? Like, well, what, what, when was the last dynamic quarterback that I was had since Brad Banks? Probably, uh, who's the guy that Drew Tate? Drew Tate, you can't put him in the same category as Brad Banks. Brad Banks was really good. I mean, we lit him up, but he was, besides that game, he was yeah, really was good. Was he in the Heisman? Yes. Yeah, he's in the Heisman watching. Yeah. I mean, I don't think, you know, you go down the list of their quarterbacks they've had since then, they are, Tom Brady, you know, that version of him that isn't as good as Tom Brady. Doesn't like to move. It's supposed to be an accurate passer. You know, you make him move left to right five steps and he's going to get tackled. I mean, that's my memory of the quarterbacks they've had. I uh, mean, what I think about Iowa is uh, Iowa fans are learning that Nate Stanley wasn't that bad. I think Nate Stanley right. was actually yeah, really good. Yeah, exactly. was actually really good. And, yeah. Uh, Petrus, I think, he obviously has the – Sorry, hit the wrong thing. He has the – Arm talent and obviously broke all the records in Iowa history, uh, football like the high school Iowa football history. That's what I always heard. Uh, 
the Iowa fans growing up in high school, like talking about it, but he's never has not even close to lived up to anything. He had a couple of good throws last year against us. I'll give him that, but it's just been, it's just very. I feel like it's very nice to be at Iowa. It's like, hey, you can play really, really bad, but we'll and still, your defense is going to keep you in the game. You know, the punter will give you <laughs> like, the punter. Yeah. Oh my god. The punter will just make it impossible for the other team to score, and like, it just gives you the cushion of a lifetime, and like. He didn't even like have that great a game against us last year, and we it, they just like it looked like they mopped the floor against us. Yeah, so I I spent a lot of time in the car the last two days, and was out at Sergeant Bluff Luton today, and and they're playing Harlan on Friday, and so I was thinking about football all day today, and you know what is one way you can combat that punter? I don't know. Block one kick. Yeah. If we can figure out a way to block a kick. And get him get in his head a little bit, or even have a one we're close and we accidentally get like a roughing the pass, or are we, you know, he, where we're close to the point where we're going to block it and get in his head a little bit. If he stands back there like, again, Tom Brady and can just pick us apart, that's a problem. But yeah. if we can send one of our speed guys to get a little yeah. heat on him, yeah, we, that might change things. You never know. Yeah, I feel like we block one kick or punt. We feel like oh, oh my we, gosh, we could block. Well, that was the first kick I've seen Iowa State block in yes. decades. So I mean, think about you know we haven't we haven't had a turnover down with them for seven years. Really? Yeah, that's that's. I mean, it's, it's in, absolutely insane. I mean, so we have to get a turnover. I mean, I don't see how we win the game, even if we're negative one on turnovers. I mean, we got to get something from them, and and if Petrus is going to throw in our. D backs are as good as we think they are. We got to get something out of this. I mean, and and Will McDonald, you know, he was the definition of playing, you know, a vanilla game on Friday. He didn't or Saturday. He didn't do much. He didn't play that much. I think they're going to say, Will, you know, do what you got to do, but you need to get in the backfield. Yeah. I mean, Isaiah Lee, um, the the orange kid is really good. Um, the kid that got interception number eleven names mm-hmm. escapes me. Um, is really athletic. So, and you know, watching the highlights of the South Dakota State game, I don't think Iowa's offensive line is a typical Iowa, Iowa offensive line. So, we'll see. I mean, it, it comes down to turnovers, special teams. We can't kick the ball out of bounds on a kickoff to open the game, or I don't think. Yeah, you know I, I, mean, think, I think or pull it, Scott Frost and on onside kick the first game, <laughs> the first kick, or something stupid like that. I mean. Yeah, so I think yeah, I'm, I'm not predicting an Iowa State victory. I think we'll probably lose in heartbreaking fashion, like usual. And oh god, please um, don't. No. I don't know. It's just I don't know. It just seems like a setting yourself up for a nut kick because I feel like we've snuck hope in the long <laughs> the longer the weeks gone. Iowa State yeah. fans have snuck in hope when uh, we should have after like last year. I'm like I'm never getting excited for this game ever again. This is I hate like this is stupid because it was just like. So like the, we knew the game was over in like the second quarter. But you take, but you take. Then who scooped up the the fumble last year? And I scored? Was Campbell, yeah. Yeah. So you take that out of that that one play out of the game. It's a completely different game at the end of the game, even. Yeah, I was just, but it just, but that, but, but that's it, that's what we're talking about. It just, it's one play. I mean, Hunter throws a pick six, changes the game. Um, we block a punt, changes the game. If we, um, if Petrus, you know, fumbles the ball because Will McDonald is taking his shirt off in the back backfield that changes the game. So, mm-hmm. you know, it's all bets are off. There's a, you know, I, I saw Iowa bound on their Instagram this week, posted all of the Iowa kids that are on both rosters. It is pretty amazing. 
Yeah. There's a ton of advocates. Speaking, you know, speaking of Harlan, Will McLaughlin yeah. played yep. again and played against uh, Simo and played pretty well. I mean, he tackled your brother in the in the dome last year, mm-hmm. and he's 18 years old and is playing linebacker yeah. in the Big 12. I mean, so you know, we've got a lot of reason to be hopeful. But like I said for the third time, I've seen this movie before. You never know the weather. You know, nerves, any of that kind of stuff could throw things. And the Catavius Norton you know, came out and just, just looked, looked, looked fantastic. Looked like, oh, I like the first thing I thought I was like, oh, that's the next NFL running back. Yeah, there. that's right. That's, that's what thing, Ryan said. That's the first thing I thought. I was like, oh, he is, you can't, no one's doing it like that. Like, yeah. it's just like, it's just different. Like, it's a mixture. He said, mixture of David and Brees. It's yeah. really it. Like, breaking tackles and he has a burst that Brees kind of has and just kind of sucks how he tweaked his hamstring. Yeah, and, uh, that's too bad. I mean, that, that could nag him for a while. But hopefully, hopefully recovers and hopefully recovers really fast because he. I'm really excited to see what he can do. because yeah. he looks really exciting to see, and he's playing as a freshman this early. Priest did not even play this early. No. Yeah. So it's just. No. Yeah. Um. So, uh, what's your score prediction of oh the game? Oh my gosh, we we've never been even close to being right. So might as well keep do it. You know, I think it's going to be like you said. It's going to be a 13 to 10. Or there's a part of my brain that said it's going to be 37 to 10. 37. That we're going to blow them out. There's part of me that thinks that. Oh, my God. But also the reality side of it thinks it's going to be come down to the last four minutes of the game. And if it's pouring rain, then there's no way to predict it. So, yeah. I mean, we're still even heading into Friday morning. We're still, you know, a dog by three points on DraftKings, which – you know, if you know they don't have many for much for wide receivers, if Campbell is dinged up, and I don't know, I mean, I, Vegas is hard to go against, they don't usually miss it by that much. But, um, you know, they've also never seen Hunter in a situation like this before, they've never seen um, Jarrell in a situation like this before. That cut that he made that went viral this week is fantastic. I mean, as, so. weird, as weird as it is, I think obviously. This is all on Hunter's shoulders. Hunter has to be an absolute stud on Saturday. Yeah. And so does Tyler Miller and all the other offensive players. A very, very low-key, low like, uh, important player is the return men for punting. If yeah. he, he, has to punt, he has to catch it. If he doesn't catch it and make a lot of roll, it's always going to roll exactly how the punter wants it. So if, you want, if you're the coach... Are you telling Jalen Noll anything from the five and out you catch? I, I don't know. I don't, I'm not a football junkie, obviously. You mean you? Because yeah. most of the time it's inside the ten, they just run away. I feel like the like obviously Jack tries versus the road game. Obviously, like is right in front of the yeah. student section. Like obviously Jay Knoll's like a true sophomore. It's just uh, we'll just see. Yeah, we'll just have to score more. How about yeah, that? I think the wind is going to be an issue. I mean, because if it's windy. Um, you know, anytime it's going to rain, there's typically wind of one type or another. So if, you know, if, if, if there's a strong wind from the north of the south, you know, that's going to make a fact, be a factor in punting and kicking for that matter. So I don't know. I mean, there's so many factors. I mean, I just, I, this is, this is what I hope. I actually texted Dallas Clark today or this week, tried to get him on because I wanted him to come on the podcast, proving that people that does, that agree on, Nine percent of things can also get along when they don't disagree on that ten percent, um, because I know the what the atmosphere is going to be like. I mean, it's going to be a bunch of drunk guys 
that are not being very nice, a few people that aren't being very nice to people. Um, my daughter's going, your brother's going, you'll probably be hanging around there. I know a lot of people that are going to be there. I just hope it can be civil and, you know, not have an instant instance where somebody says, I'm never going to this game again. Because to be honest with you, I won't go to Iowa City to watch the Iowa State game again. I'm not sure I'll go to Ames um, because of some of the stuff that goes on. Um, it's just one of those things that everybody just needs to, you know, you know, get along and not have this turn into something that's ugly because I, you know, I've told this story before, but, um, there's a lady that was kind of like my second mom growing up that had season tickets in Clyde Williams field. And it was there when Jack Trice opened and Hilton opened and, and she died when she was like 90 and she, when she was in her seventies, she she was sitting in a lawn chair outside of Jack Trice before the game at her, at her son's tailgate. And somebody threw a fur, full beer can at her and hit her. I don't know if they're throwing it at her. They're throwing it maybe somebody else and hit her. She never went back again. She never went to the Iowa State game again. Game again. I've I've talked to multiple multiple people that have not gone to the game again because of something like that. So I just hope it's you know a fun atmosphere. Iowa City is kind of a unique place to watch a game. It's obviously a great um, facility. It's got one of the probably the best tradition in you know the pink bathrooms not the not the pink no not the Hayden Fry thing but what the wave <laughs> yeah. is awesome we had a you know a nephew I had a nephew that was in that wing of the um hospital was, one time so it was it's being a, built actually. it's a pretty cool thing and so um it was funny that you know there was some kid there was somebody made a joke about you know the kids that were watching the game shut the curtains in the second half because oh, they yeah. didn't want to watch it anymore yeah. <laughs> I mean so oh, that, that was pretty brutal put but, them right to sleep yeah nap time af- in the afternoon yeah so I mean there's a lot of positives coming out of this game. It's great for our state. Um, Barstool is going to be there, um, yeah. you know, doing their thing. You know, we're going to have a lot of press there. Um, so I'm hoping it's just a, a fun day. So, I mean, I'm not going. I'm going to sit and watch it with my wife. <laughs> that being said, I'm not going. Yeah. No, I'm not. I mean, seriously. I mean, I I would rather be able to sit and watch the game. But also, we have a road game with your brother. Yeah. We're going to get home late on Friday. Um, this is my last go around with following a kid around playing high school football. Um, we're ranked second right now. It's a huge game, so I'm not going to be worried about trying to get in a car and go to Iowa City. So I mean, but I hope it, I hope everybody goes and has fun. I mean, I, hope, I remember the last time I went it was when Sage was playing, and your mom and I parked at Iowa City West, which if you know Iowa City at all is a long ways away from Kinnick, and we were huffing it in, and we're getting close to the stadium, and we hear this big roar. And we said, oh, my gosh, somebody scored on us already. And we walk in. It's it's when J.J. Moses returned the opening kickoff for a touchdown. And then we ended up winning in Iowa City. And that was a lot of fun. I mean, we were, there were a lot of people calling us the ketchup and mustard oh, yeah. uniforms and all that. But it was... It was a it was a lot of fun, and that's hope. I'm hoping everybody has a good time and stays safe and doesn't do anything stupid. Yeah, I think uh, I think it'll be. I don't know. I'm sick of. I hate. It's so hard to predict. It's always the same thing every year. I just hope it goes our way for once. So, what do you think is going to be the score? I either it's just either one side of the brain. It's either oh, Deckers is going to just be light them up and just uh, Jalen Knowles going to be running the end zone, or it's like uh, Iowa's going to win nine to three. Yeah. You know, it's just there's no With two we, safeties and like the punter just kills us. <laughs> yeah. And we just yes. make special teams mistakes. And it's just like the same old podcast from last year. Just replay it. So what has been fun this week is watching some of the stuff on Twitter. Have you seen some of the memes where like where our two guys collide on the punt and then all of a sudden these coins fly out like as a video game? Oh, that yeah. was pretty funny. Oh, yeah. And then the one where Matt Campbell is 
they take a elderly person and he's helping somebody, you know, walk into a stadium and they put Matt Campbell's face on the younger person and then Kirk Ferentz is <laughs> and then they have another one where it's a guy holding a baby and they got a Kirk Ferentz holding Matt Campbell. I mean, all of that stuff I think has yeah. been has been pretty funny this week. But Yep. But uh yeah, just try to be somewhat nice to each other, but you can be a little not meaner this week, but I just it's just uh fun banter, but the people who take it really seriously, it's just like it's just i mean i'm not i'm not gonna go out there and be sweating and being tackling each other i'm just like i just wearing a t-shirt or have a podcast at iowa state like you know like the normal fans that are just like way over the line like yeah iowa state oh i like i think campbell's scared of kirk ference i think he's i think he's <laughs> yeah, okay think, okay played clemson played notre dame played oklahoma <laughs> multiple times beat oregon in the festival yeah so i mean yeah yeah, it'll be fun. I mean, it's a like I said, it's a it's a fun week every year. Um, but we just need people to be sane. Yep, that would be a that's a that's the the theme of the week. By the way, if you're on you're watching on YouTube, I'm drinking Liquid Death. I found this three years ago at least. This is water. I've given it to multiple people, saying you know they think it's some like alcoholic drink, and it's basically a bottled water, but it's in a can to try to combat all of the plastic that's out there. So um, this is another shameless plug for a company that we're not getting any money from. But um, So if you're watching on YouTube, I'm not drinking like straight Everclear or anything like that. So this is water. Some of you people even know where Same. it came from. The 60th so. of this podcast was you just plugging other people's stuff. Well, you know what? We're going to we're gonna keep doing plugs until somebody says, you know what? Yeah, right. Those guys are all right. We're yeah. going to we're gonna wear their shirt or we're going – I mean, I gave – Joe List, or one of our favorite comedians, I saw him <laughs> – Live, gave him some shirts. He's wearing Iowa stuff on yeah, all of his podcasts now. I think, I think that's kind of And I've funny. DM'd him saying, you know, get that's rid of that hat that's dipped in bile that you're wearing. That's I mean, funny, yeah. Um, yeah, it's just, uh, it's just, uh, I just, I hate, I have a love hate relationship with this game. Obviously, growing up around here, there's a lot more Iowa fans up than it was back then because Iowa was way more, uh, it was more, way more of an Iowa state where like everyone was an Iowa fan. Yeah. Iowa state's, Paul Rhodes even I have to say Paul Rhodes is the one that carved the map and Jamie the spread the fan base more but it's just uh, it's just fun to see it fifty fifty down the line each yeah. kid's Iowa State Iowa and just uh, it's a way more fun rivalry but it just would be way more fun if we could just win yeah I mean it's not a rivalry if no if if the same team wins every year yeah. I mean that's just the way it is I mean so we even it, like Iowa winning in basketball like we won like seven out of ten and like Iowa won like one like Iowa had Garza and like. Yeah, it makes it more rivalry. If, sure, if it goes back and forth until so. they make a Sweet Sixteen before you know yeah. the next millennium. They haven't or had next, next Queen. Yeah, they haven't had <laughs> a Sweet Sixteen in HD or let alone a flat screen TV oh, or yeah. let alone. Yeah, we got a lot of the, we got a lot of <laughs> basketball stuff to talk about yeah. someday. So. Did, by the way, did you see the highlights of Lipsy today that was on social media? No, I did not. Reminds me a little bit of Monte. Hate to say Monte, it. He even really. looks a little bit like Monte. Plays a little bit like him. Just I mean, like the second best point guard to ever play. Yeah, but he's it. he is. You know, if you look at Monte Morris as a freshman versus Taman, <laughs> why I mean, do we always do this? Like, oh, like obviously I just did it in the, on this own podcast. I'm like Latavius Norton. He's like the next Brees and David Montgomery. Right. Yeah, like oh, he's the next. He's the next Barry Monte Sanders. Morris. He's the next Walton. No, I didn't say. Next, I just said it reminds me of him. I never said he was going to be the next one. He hasn't played a second. But. He's not the next. Jeff Hornacek. He's a mixture of Jeff Hornacek. He shoots like Willoughby. He shoots blocks <laughs> like Cato, and he passes like Royce. And he runs the ball like David Montgomery. Yeah. I mean, so, 
Yeah, so right. I hope it. I hope it's fun. I mean, so it'll be uh, it'll be fun one way or the other as long as it's not fifty to nothing. One because you got you don't even remember the days that it was. Yeah, bad, it was bad. just brutal. I mean, yeah. we're getting beat by seventy or whatever. I mean, that was you know we shut it off at the end of the second quarter. I mean that's that's those days are long gone. So all right, well. We'll uh, hopefully have a fun podcast next time. But uh, go to Sound Sirens if you want a shirt. We still have shirts. We still have hats. Still have koozies. Still have hoodies. We still have you know anything you can think of. Um, give them to your relatives, Christmas presents, birthday presents, whatever you know. Second cousins, third somebody, cousins. <laughs> somebody from Minnesota or uh, Robin Sawyer, I believe, is her name. Shout out to her. She's one of our best customers. She bought one of the crew necks. Um, we did a giveaway on social media. Got yeah. one of those. Got we'll, a little... we'll just start making. If you buy something, we will give you a shout out. That's <laughs> <laughs> right. That's a great idea. You know, the first person to buy a first person to buy something to sound the sirens. We are definitely giving a shout out. Um, you know, we won't do anything stupid for you, but uh, um, got a lot of shirts, got a lot of hats. I like um, got off. a few flags. I put the flag up on my. I had to host my first tailgate. Didn't talk about that. Yep. I hosted my first tailgate in twenty years at Hilton and. Um, yep, figured had, out my generators way too loud. Yep, had the loudest generator in the whole day. Oh my state. gosh! So that was like a Model A. I mean, it was so bad. So I ran it long enough to hook up, the, uh, heat up the chicken dip, and then had to shut it off. But when you when you say when you say it was the loudest one, you could not hear anyone else. <laughs> it, was, it was just ours. <laughs> yeah. So but so then I was so then our friend from Tractor Lift Brewery said, you know, I didn't hear it that much. And I said, well, it's because the only one around here. Yep. I mean. But that was the shocking part about tailgating is that, you know, we're in the, you know, the barely can afford a, you know, parking pass crowd by on the northeast side of Hilton. And then on the north side of Hilton, there are places that are still free. So if you wanted to get a parking pass, you still could in Hilton in that area. Huh. So it was interesting because there were, even when the game was starting, there's a lot of empty spots. But um, there, you know what? I hate, to, I hate to sound gross, but there is nothing worse. Than a Kaibo right before the game starts. I'd argue that. Try going to the Dayton Rodeo <laughs> at the end of the at the end of the weekend. Well, yeah, up. you did go to the Dayton Rodeo. Dayton Rodeo is awesome. I had a good time when I was a kid, but I know you guys were not <laughs> thrilled by it. No, I mean, I'm saying it, the, the I'm, Kaibos I'm are probably just go to the Dayton Rodeo and then come back to me. I feel like it was worse. <laughs> well, there's a lot of people that live in Dayton that listen to this, so. No, I'm just saying, just like we're talking the toilet talk here. The you, you do know what smurfing is? You no. ever heard of that before? No. So a friend of mine shot at the mud ball. Oh, is it where like you lock it and you push? Like no, you somebody will take a rock, and don't do this and blame it on me. But uh, we'll take a rock the size of the vent. You know, there's a the oh. pipe that sticks up in a kaibo yep. that keeps the smell from overwhelming you when you go in there and dropping it down the vent and then all of the blue oh, stuff splashes on you. That's Somebody told me that was called smurfing. I, so I, I remember when we played Nebraska, um, we were, we were this was back when McCartney was coaching and I was standing in line for a kaibo at the tailgate and a Nebraska fan walks into the kaibo. And I go, all right, guys, let's tip that over. That was a Nebraska fan. One, two, three. And I was kidding, obviously. And just pretending that we were going to do it, didn't touch it or anything. And he came out. And I thought he was going to punch me. He thought he was so mad, but we were everybody was laughing around it. That Kaibos are the worst. I love how like earlier, like be nicer to the fans going in, but not Nebraska nice. fans. I never said be nice to Nebraska fans. Don't be the jerk. Don't be that. I didn't. I didn't do anything. You're, you're I just said something. I didn't throw anything at him. I did three tell stories him, on you know, his podcast. Here, carry my talk, generator around, or you talking about how. 
you bullying a fan. That's just that's well, it's because I, I didn't have a daughter back then. My daughter, I want to right. you know enjoy the time. You know, if you get heckled, I really don't care. But okay, well, appreciate it. <laughs> well, we hope we win. So we hope we win. <laughs> Is that going to be the the title of the podcast? We'll, we hope we win. We'll end that every podcast from now on. We hope we hope we win, guys. Uh, we'll see you later. If we lose, uh, we might not see you later. Oh, uh, we will. Yeah. We got to keep doing this, don't we? Yep. Uh, it's just hopefully the Ohio preview is really uh, exciting. Is Frank like, Solich still t- the co- still coach I, there? I have no idea. You know who that is? No. He's the guy that Nebraska fired to hire Bo Pelini. Oh. He used to be the head coach at Ohio. Hmm. Yeah. So, all right. Go Clones. All Beat right. the Hawks. Go Clones.